Yo, what's going on, everyone? Shanir's moving around in the background. <laughs> New Year's Day podcast, everybody. Welcome to this first episode of River City 93. Happy New Year's. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. Merry Christmas. Happy Sober January. Whatever you're doing, wish you the best. It's great to see you guys. But um, joining me on the show is two of my coolest friends. We're going to talk about... The schedule that dropped, some of the players that are signed for the Richmond Kickers, some of the players that have not come back for the Richmond Kickers. And to help me do all of that is Mr. Matt Myers and Shanir Durant the second. How are you doing, guys? Doing not all right. Bad, not bad. All right. I feel I feel a little bad for you, Elliot, if uh we're you know up at the top of your coolest friends list. It's unfortunate, but well, when it comes to soccer, <laughs> you know, you guys are up there. I mean, I literally yeah. do a podcast with y'all, what, almost 40 times half a year? At some point, we have to be friends to do this. We can't oh, no, I wasn't just, I wasn't just I'm going for the coolest piece. And then you said we do oh, like, well, four okay. podcasts a year. I was like, yeah, we're your coolest friends. We got a problem here. <laughs> we can't be like, <laughs> as long as we don't get to the point where we're like skipping Shannon and they do a show and you can tell they visibly hate each other, I think we're good. I mean, <laughs> There's many other reasons why we should not want to be at that point. Yeah, no, no. Minus, oh, minus absolutely. Yeah, we get the paychecks. I'll pretend I hit y'all as much as I, I need to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Get that kind of check for doing the show. I'll be like, yeah, you know what? Might have to happen. Might have to happen. But um, talking about paychecks, man. A couple of Richard Kicker players got paid in the off season. Some in a good way, some in a bad way. Um. So I'm assuming let's just go ahead and start with the roster. Um, so we finally have a full 11. We have 11 players to our roster, so we can name a full team sheet, which is a good thing. Um, so we got what? Akira back, Nathan Ani, Dakota Barnathan, um, Simon Fitch back, um, Michael Horn- Hornsby? Is that the last name? Yeah, Michael Hornsby. As the left back comes from Fuego. Midfield, you got O'Dwyer, Neil, um, Jao Gomario, who's a new signing from NCF Fusion 2. Of course, Trizaghi is back. Bentley is back. And Gordon is back as well. First initial thoughts on the roster, guys. What are you guys thinking? How are you feeling so far about the first 11 that's signed so far to the kickers? Uh, I, I'm 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 patiently and hopefully waiting for more. Um, I think I I never really felt that a starting eleven was ever really a kicker's issue. It was depth, and we I mean we've had bad luck with it in the past. Um, we've had situations where we we literally lose every single player 
that we absolutely need to injury. Um, but at this point right now, I, I like what I see. And I can kind of see that um, Darren is trying to keep the same system that he had going. But I need depth. I need to see almost every position have maybe two players that could get on the field and perform. Um, when you, I, I, I can understand you're going to have to have a downgrade with secondary players, with squad players, but it shouldn't be a big downgrade. And I'm really hoping that Darren's going to pull out that Rolodex and keep us going. Yeah. All right, Matt, what's your thoughts, buddy? Yeah, I think it's, it's a good start. Uh, you know, did the podcast, you know, before Christmas, uh, you know, kind of going through the first five signings, which included the big one that, uh, you know, I think we all really just realized we needed back because a guy who can put in 15 plus goals a year, they don't grow on trees. Uh, so, you know, getting that in there. And yeah, it's great to have, you know, 11 players. I don't think this is our starting 11 by any means. I think some of the guys that will still be announced uh, are you know, going to be able to fight for spots, especially in the midfield. Uh, I think there's plenty of uh, room for opportunity there. But I think Darren's done a good job of, you know, really establishing the spine of the team early. You got Akira, you got, you know, Dakota and Ani, you know, center back pairing uh, as of right now that we saw on uh, you know, more than a few occasions, you know, last year, including in the Open Cup game. You got, you know, Neil in there, and then you got, you know, Emmy, you know, you know, up top, and Gordon and Bentley. You know, those are, you know, two established, you know, League One wing pieces right now. I think uh, Bentley had, what, six last year, and Gordon had, I want to say five goals. I think so. I want to say that's about right. Yep. I mean that that's a lot of offensive you know production. Of course, we're going to need depth, and that's going to come. I mean, clearly, we're not starting the season with eleven players. There's going to be you know another you know, set of ele- at least eleven more guys you know coming in. Uh, you know, some as reserves, some to, you know fight for starting spots. Uh, but so far. You know, I feel you know, pretty good. The you know core that you know the core of the team that I think was realistic to come back is almost all back. Yeah, I, I think that's kind of the way I feel about it. I do want want to say I appreciate that the first eleven signings makes a starting eleven, so <laughs> that's good. Um, but no, like I, I do agree with you. I think there's a good mixture of day one starters in there. I think there's a couple of guys that are death option. I think that's probably like. Dwyer, Fitz, maybe Zhao, depending on how you look at him. Like we talked about it earlier, Matt. Like I think he might be the Ethan replacement. You're looking at him as more of the back of the nail. He can do both jobs. It just kind of depends on how else Richmond goes about making their signings. Um, I think the bigger outlay about it is a lot of guys have re-signed multi-year contracts. You know, I think Neil, I think Neil has one. Emmy has one. Dakota definitely. Uh, yeah, Dakota. I think Ani's another. Maybe Hornsby. I got to double check, but I know. I think at least five guys have one. I want to um, say Simon. You know, had had mentioned his press press release as well, but so there, so there might that. be six there. But that, I mean, that's compared to years past where we're getting out of the realm of pretty much you have to blow up a roster to rebuild in the next year with twenty four. Is new signing, some guys come back or whatever. But you know, 
a lot that's going to be reduced coming into next year where you maybe don't have to make six or seven or so. You get what I'm saying? Like, it, it reduces that number a little bit just because guys are now signing these multi-year contracts. It also tells you, like, Darren and Mika are doing something right. So, it's good to see them all coming back. Um, on the flip side of that, we had a couple of guys leave the club. Um, so, Austin Kazi, Christian Molina, Matt Bolduck, Leonardo Baima officially were let go by the club. They said so in the statement. Um, I'm assuming, because we know like other guys haven't signed back yet, I'm assuming these guys had an option and it just wasn't picked up by the club. Yeah, that's the way I read that, is that yeah, there was a possibility, uh, but you know, the team didn't take up the pre-existing option. Yeah, because there's other guys that we'll you know, talk about that have already decided to go elsewhere where it just wasn't mm-hmm. mentioned. Right. So, okay, so I want to ask you guys this point. If Richmond's not picking up the option, do you think it's just a thing of if we picked up the option, we're overpaying? Like, we, we want you back, but we want you on our newer team healthier option contract? Or do you think it's just a thing of – we're just not going to pick up your option because we think we can get better somewhere else. That's a good question. Um, I, I think with uh, with a club like Richmond Kickers, where we are uh, in terms of our size, in terms of financially, I think it's a wait and see type of situation. Mm-hmm. Um basically just just kind of we're not gonna say yes let's feel it out let's see what options we have um we know and and like i keep saying we know darren's darren's got contacts his contact list is long he can see if he can find something that will be a better fit financially chemist chemistry wise uh skill level wise whatever um, there, there, there are many options out there, and, and I think they just want to make sure they cover all bases before they say yes to anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's. Oh, there you go, man. I'm I mean, I think that's pretty reasonable. Uh, you know, just you know, basically they made the guys free agents, and it doesn't mean that they couldn't pop back up. I don't, I don't know if it's realistic to expect any of them to uh, show back up, but you know, it could be the financial piece. It could be you know the hey, we want to see if we can upgrade first before we commit to you piece. It also could be a situation where they ask for their uh, option not to be picked up because they want to go explore something else. And, you know, I don't think Darren's the kind of guy who uh, wants somebody around who doesn't want to be around. So he'd probably say, yeah, okay then. Yeah, I mean, no, you're very right. Very much right on that. It just seems as if like uh, some of those guys weren't core pieces. There were pieces around the team. You know, you saw him get some minutes. Um, anyone out of that group? I mean, I, I know the obvious answer is Matt. But anyone else you think that we're going to slightly miss or be like, dang, you know, it would be cool to have him around? Nah. Okay. Um, <laughs> face was like, nah, I don't think so. And Shadir's like, oh, maybe, you know. There's some weird play where you can put Leo Bima at on the right wing and have him cross balls in. Yeah, that 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 was the only one that I was looking at that I felt eh, it'd be nice to have him around because he 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 
he did okay. And he did have a couple of electric moments. And every once in a while, you need those in a season to, you know, make sure there's still entertainment value when you're resting some of your key players. But it, I, I don't think it's going to be that big of a loss for all of them. Well, one, another one that I, I would have liked to say for for sentimental reasons was 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 Austin. Um, with you know that being the second generation uh, playing for the Kickers pro team, you know that would have been nice. Mm-hmm. Um, but we don't know what's going on behind the scenes. We don't know where his development has 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 been going, and and whether they've been happy with his development or not, or whether he has been happy with his role at the club. We don't know. So, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be stunned if that's a situation where he, you know, said, "Hey, I don't want to sit for a third year in a row. I want to go find somewhere to play." Yeah, yeah. It was. I don't blame him at that. I I don't. Blame him for being like, yo, I, I want to go play because he granted he's 21. You know, I think he came here yeah. when he was what 19. Um, and I know last year he ended the year with an injury uh to his wrist and whatnot. Um, so yeah, I mean, in the idea world, I would have liked us to re sign him and then put him out alone. You know, I know we got a good relationship with Lionsbridge, could have put him there, see how you do, you know, but hey. It worked. It didn't work out, obviously. So, hope wherever he goes, he plays well, and I hope it's not against Richmond, as I mean, always. I, would, I wouldn't even classify it as it, it didn't work out. You know, it could have worked well given you know good professional training for a couple of years. You know, give somebody you know for a cure to kind of get his you know, feet wet. You know, with being a keeper uh, coach and stuff. Yeah, and you know, worked well for both you know, sides, and now they're you know, both sides have. You know, different objectives, and you're moving on from a different different directions, and doesn't mean that it couldn't reconnect in the future if you know th- things progress for Austin, and you know once Akira retires, once after he's like 60 years old or whatever. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm trying to not have my ADHD kick in during the podcast, but while you were speaking, I got distracted by the lights <laughs> that's going on behind you there because they're flickering in and out. <laughs> Still Christmas oh. time there. <laughs> Shinner, do you still have your tree up? We officially turned it into an annual tree. God. <laughs> <laughs> so what is it now? So what's the decoration on there now? Uh, we've got stuff for Valentine's Day. We 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 literally put those up today. So, <laughs> so wait, 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 wait. Hey, we just skipped all of January? You could have put us a black history show, Martin Luther King. Right. President's holiday week. Something. It's a holiday weekend, right? Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> it's not a holiday weekend for me, which is the, oh, the, yeah. the, the sucky part. Yeah, yeah. but <laughs> yeah. no, it's still a holiday weekend. Your employer just ain't with it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like Martin Luther King. No, my my employer, oh, my employer is basically <laughs> saying, <laughs> my employer is basically saying, yeah, everyone's home, so they're gonna come here. We're staying open. <laughs> you know, you want today off. Nah, big boy. You got to work. <laughs> you got to get these checks. <laughs> yeah. All right. My fault. Now, no, fun of, first fun aside of the year. <laughs> yeah, <you know>. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we got to keep it going. We got to yeah. keep the, the tradition going. <laughs> it's going to happen. Oh. 
All right, but we also we had a what? And to my calculation, we had three players leave the club, officially go join other clubs. Um, so let's start off with I'm calling him a traitor. Uh Stephen Payne, he leaves to go to Fort Madison. Um, Jalen Christopher leaves to go to One Knox, and Ethan Bryant uh officially got transferred to Sporting KC two. Um, it was just the MLS next club for Sporting KC in the main side. Um, so let's start off with Stephen Payne. What Ooh. attracts him to Fort Madison? What would attract him? Never heard of this guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know him. <laughs> I, I'm not gonna. No, I, when I saw it came through, my first thought was Fort Madison is just chucking money at anything right now to not have a repeat of last year. Uh, Maybe. Probably. Yeah. And I mean, look, I can't it's the it's a club I don't want him to go to, but I'm never gonna fault a guy at this level for going to go get a bigger payday. And we you know realistically we know the limitations of Richmond when it comes like in terms of paying. Like Richmond's not gonna be one of the clubs that's pay top dollar, you know, a lot. And they can't, you know, you can't, especially when, you know, you're paying what I'm assuming you're already paying big bucks towards Tizagi, Neil, and um, Akira. Like, you're already paying big bucks there. Are you going to spend big bucks on a left back? I'd be on a right back? Probably not. All right. He goes to Fort Madison where they had a terrible season. Why not put the money in there? Look, here's my, here's my way I'm thinking about it. He had such a good time celebrating there. He probably just, you know, associates that field with good things happening. He didn't really do his research. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. a it, it's a good things happen to people who go there, not people who are there. So um <laughs> he I, I I don't know. I I I kind of agree with you, Elliot. It's like if at this stage you can't really fault a guy for looking for a bigger payday like when we look at for example if we if this was if we were mls level if these guys are getting mls paid you're thinking to yourself you're making enough to live comfortably here why would you go to the rivals why would you put that headache on yourself in terms of the reception you would get from a fan base and which is why it doesn't happen very often. But at this stage, it's it's one of those things. He's looking to he's 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 looking to 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 get to get paid a little more. And at the end of the day, at the level that these guys are getting paid at this level, USL League One, you can understand that. Yeah, I mean, what he's twenty five. I honestly thought he was going to the championship. I like in my yeah. head, I was like, yeah, he's going to. Um, he, he's he's going to USL Championship, but obviously not. He's going sticking around in USL League One. So, um, we'll see how he do with a head coach that is the torch for throwing his players underneath the butts, like he did. Yeah, yeah. And the other, I mean, yeah, it sucks that he left because you know he he was a good contributor last yeah. year. But if there's been one mostly consistent thing, because you'll understand why you know hedging on this right away, uh. Darren's been, he's been pretty good about finding right backs who can fit his system 
pretty well. You had you know, Antley, who if he when he was healthy, killer out there. Yeah. Yes. Had Payne, you know, who you know was pretty slower. Didn't you know had a lot of wheels, still somehow slower than Antley, but you know he was you know, pretty you know, you know solid. You know definitely chipped in you know, some assists. So we know what the profile is that he likes out there. He's already found a couple of them. What's to say he's not going to be able to find another one? But also, as of right now, we have Simon who can play out there who, you know, did contribute, especially you know during that time when you know Payne lost his damn mind last year and you know, uh, got himself benched for a good month. Yeah. Oh, he really, did. he really did, man. That was a horrible game. That four goal game. Yeah, we don't we don't talk about that game. We don't talk about man. that game. <laughs> that game was horrible, man. Because <laughs> I think, like, collectively, all of us were just at a certain point. We were like, at the 20th event, we was like, yo, this game don't count. <laughs> it's 9 versus 11. <laughs> I think at one point we had Neil playing center back or something. It was bad. Yeah. It was bad. <laughs> um, Another player that moved um, to the Nolan Promoting Club is Jalen Chrysler. Uh, he joins One Knox. Um, Pretty much it's kind of the same thing I'm thinking. Like, One Knox, if you look at how One Knox just came into the league, they're not looking to just sit around and kind of wait it out. They're looking to challenge at the top of the table early on. Um, But I'm always going with Matt sign. I'm thinking when it comes to signing players in USL League, one of none of us have heard of these guys before, so we don't know how they're going to play. But we all treat them like ball and doors um, recipients. But yeah, one Knox just seems kind of be doing the same thing as Ford and Madison. It's just they're paying a lot of money into that starting 11, and then what's ever left over goes into the bench. Kind of seemed like the ammo there. Yeah, uh, I was a little surprised that you know, he you know, he had left. Uh, he seemed to be a Darren guy through and through. Yeah. Uh, you know, another Washington guy. You know, we talked about that before. There's for a while, there seemed like an endless pipeline of Washington State to Richmond. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, thought he might have you know, wanted to you know, stick around here, but uh, I guess not. But what can you do? Yeah. Um, let me ask you guys this question, and we don't have to stay super long on it. But do you think he felt? Do you think Jalen might have felt as if I've done everything I can in Richmond? Let me go get that quote unquote big payday somewhere else. And one Knox was just a team that was like, yo, we'll pay you top dollar to come here and play. Hadn't done everything. Yeah. Um, another factor that I was thinking about with regards to Chrysler is I don't know what the situation is at one Knox, but he probably is looking at the situation as I am an established starting 11. Unless Darren were to switch to a back three, you've got three guys that can hold two positions with Ani, Dakota, and Chrysler. So if if Knox County is really pushing to challenge, first of all, he's probably going to be getting paid more. Secondly, unless they're going and getting a whole bunch of center backs at his level, he's probably guaranteed starting 11 week in, week out. As opposed to with the kickers, one week he might be dropped for Dakota or he might be dropped for Ani. 
Yeah. Sure. Oh, they're talking so, about the last two years. It's all said that he was going to get dropped unless he fell off a cliff. Yeah. <laughs> well, true, uh, true, but uh, we did see a rotation of those three guys throughout the season, especially when was it Ani got injured and Dakota really started to play center back more because before when we, when Dakota first got there, we knew he was a center back, but he was mostly playing defensive mid. Yeah, he was mostly coming in as a defensive mid for Zaka. Yeah, yeah, because so, he just started to get hurt, so Dakota would come in and start, and then Dakota got dropped for a little bit, and it would be Jalen and Audie, and then Audie got dropped to so there with Dakota, and I don't know, it was weird. It was a weird trying. Yeah, it's, it's almost always Jalen in there though. Yeah, it was always Jalen. Like J- oh. it might be one game Jalen in the start, but I think at that point, I think it was like a rotational thing where we had like. Three games in a week. Hey, Jalen started just giving him giving him a rest. Yeah, just gave him but one uh, yeah, but I mean, when you look at it, you see all three of them performed well last season, and yeah. who knows what's happened off season? Who knows what's happened during the off season? And and um, what you know, a lot of them felt was projected for this year because the, these are factors that we all, they also take into consideration that looking at, all right, where does it look like these players are going to be by next season? Will the race be closer between the three of them or does Chrysler or Dakota or Ani have a cemented spot? We don't know. Uh, so that could also be a factor in terms of mm. him just making sure he's playing his cards right and saying, if I want, I, I feel I can get guaranteed starting 11 weekend. We got it at one knocks while I'm competing for a spot with two other guys. I don't know. I think if you're coming off of a first team all league performance and you're uh, worried about new competition from your own team, there's a mentality issue then and yeah. which case good riddance. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But I mean, you know, it, it could be it could be a mix of anything. You know, it could be money. It could be you know, like eh, I'm getting this starting spot here, and I'm getting big time. You know, payday. You know, but we'll all see. Um, we'll see how that works. I think let's get to the last one that I think we're all excited for. Um, and somebody we're definitely going to be rooting for is Ethan Bryant uh, going to Sporting KC two. Um, any thoughts on this move? Like. Is this the next logical step for Ethan to eventually become a part of the Weston McKinney, Tyler Adams, and Musa midfield? It might be a bit much, but <laughs> look, one can dream. Okay, my 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 thought process is twenty twenty six. He's starting, and I can just say, I watched him in Richmond. That's what I want. <laughs> that, that's my dream. Um, but yeah, well. Like, we'll is this the next logical step for Ethan? And, you know, what do we think is going to happen for him? I, I don't think uh, it's a bad move. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he's still really young. He's, what, 20 or 21 still? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's like that. So I think this is the right time to bet on yourself, take a shot at getting into an MLS ecosystem and you're trying to power your way through that way uh i'm not even going to pretend like i have any idea what like the mls you know kc uh chart looks like in the midfield right now but they probably don't have one till till literally the week before but you know if he performs well there you know that could be a waiver to get him into the first team uh potentially and you know uh 
you know, we've seen this before with, you know, other guys, uh, you know, taking that kind of step you know, uh, forward, going to MLS two team uh, back when they were in the USL system and, you know, trying to use that as a way to, you know, step up. I mean, Aaron Long's the, you know, the number one example of that. And if you washed out, you know, with the Sounders signed with Red Bull two and, you know, worked his, all his way up to making a world cup team, you know, that way. So uh, there's precedent, you know, they're on a certain level, but I, I, I don't mind this one. You know, this yeah, this is no, no, no. Fine. a <clears throat> never going to have to worry about playing against them no. in this setting. Uh, and B, we got a little bit of money out of it. Yeah. yeah. Um, real quick. So Sporting Kansas City finished eighth last year in the Western Conference of MLS Next Pro. So didn't make the playoffs. So I'm imagining there's a lot of reshuffling of players. So he's obviously going to get – I'm assuming he's going to get some kind of plans on there. But that aside, man, I think you're right. Like I think the most important thing is Richmond got some money out of it. It is not like – the deal for um, God, his name is escaping me right now. Um, what's his name that went to Real sorry, like Real Monarchs? Joe Gallardo. Yes, where we got like seven thousand dollars, and we were like, "Really? That's it? Oh God, I hated it so much." <laughs> um, Still better than yeah. zero. Yeah, I mean, yes, yes, but could have got something more for that. At least ten. Um, but yeah, you know, it's good to see that, you know, we got some good money for Ethan Bryant. Now, per club policy, which I hate, uh, we don't know how much that transfer fee is for, but I'm assuming, and I'm assuming you guys are agreeing with me, there has to be something in that transfer deal about like incentives or, you know, if he gets called up to the first team in X amount of time, Richie gets this back. Um, so, I mean, it looked like an overall win for the kickers despite losing one of the key pieces from last year's championship team. Yeah, I'm hoping. I'm hoping they were um, they're smart enough to, to try and put something like that in. Because at the end of the day, with someone as young as Ethan Bryant, you, you don't know what's going to happen. Um, you don't know where he's going to end up. And, and if we don't cement a, a, a means of profiting from that now, I mean, yeah. that's, that's 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 bad business. Um, like Matt said, I, I'm I'm just I'm, I'm happy for Ethan because it's it's an opportunity for him to go to the to get to that next level yeah. to push forward um, into that next level. Yeah. But it, it, it's just just with what he provided for us last year last season it, it's it's it it, it kind of hurts to see him go it it's it's rough to see him go because man was he good uh he was really good for us and if he had stayed if he was staying another year and we had that midfield three locked down again for another year who knows how much more insane he would have been this season sure yeah, I think the other big benefit of him going, you know, moving you know, in this direction is it helps to point you know, towards, hey, if you're a young guy who's maybe you know, stuck in a bad spot, you know, right now, like he was, you know, kind of stuck buried in San Antonio before he came to us. You know, you can use you know Richmond as you know kind of a uh, you know, career 
you know, launching point. You know, you, you can kind of say, I'm going to say the same thing with pain. Hey, you know, come to Richmond, ball out, and, you know, you can, you know, get, you move your way up or you can get paid off or, you know, whatever the case, you know, may be. And hopefully if that starts to become the reputation, we'll continue to get, you know, these quality of guys coming in because Darren's showing that, hey, you know, you come here, you come to kickers, you know, you'll get a chance to show out and, you know, you show out it's a win-win for everybody because we'll, you know, do well on the field. You'll get, you know, the contracts that you really want, whether it's here or somewhere else. Yeah. Well, I think that's what we got for the roster support. Of course, more signings are going to be coming in over the course of, what, the first kickoff is March 19th? So we're about almost two months away from the first game kicking off against Charlotte Independence. Um so on the flip side of this, we're going to talk about the schedule. Uh, but real quick, we're going to take a break. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And welcome back from that commercial break. Um, if you're watching on video, I know that was a weird five second pause. If you're watching on podcast, welcome back. <laughs> Just adding that out there. Um, but yeah, guys, we got the schedule that released finally. Um, so USL did the home openers first, and then we got the schedule, and we did the home openers, and they said April first. I was like, oh, this is a joke. Because <laughs> everyone else home opener is like March 19th, March, like whatever. Why is that so late? Comes to find out, Richmond's on the road for the first two games of the year um, against Charlotte, against Greenville. So obviously we're off in the season with two playoff teams. But our first home game was against Charlotte at home. Um, guys, is, is this a tough kind of opening three weeks for the Richmond kickers with Charlotte and then Greenville sandwich in between. Well, hold on. Before you answer that, I'll give you the first, I'll give you the first five games. So we end with the end of the month of April. So um, Saturday, March 18th on the road against Charlotte Saturday, March 25th. I believe that's Greenville's opener on the road. In Greenville, April first, our home opener against Charlotte Independence. April fifteenth, um, we're at home against Northern Colorado, and then April 29th, we go back. It's kind of like a weird uh, Super Cup match between USL Cup winners and the USL regular season winners of South Georgia Tormenta and Richmond Kickers. So, those are the first five games to start the year with. First initial thoughts of how those first five games are difficult for the Richmond Kickers as well. Uh, when, when I look at the first three, um, I'm looking at Charlotte Independence. Uh, I'm not very familiar with what business they've done so far, but uh, they were struggling a bit last season. Um 
they were they were a bit up and down. They 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 lacked consistency, and towards the end, they lacked organization. If uh, of course it's the beginning of the season, we're we're going clean slate. So who knows? But if I if if I can if what we saw of these two teams last year is anything to go by. Um, I'm, I, I feel that these three games are doable. Um, I can see the first three games going up until the home opener. We can, we can go into the home opener with maybe four points. Okay. Matt, what do you think, bud? Yeah. <clears throat> it's a, it's a weird you know, schedule. You know, Charlotte twice in the first you know, three games. That's bizarre. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, it'd be the first game at the new Greenville Stadium because you know they're moving from their you know old you know crappy little high school turf field to a you know big crappy college football stadium turf field instead. You know, so who knows how that'll play? Who knows what no coach going to look like? Fermento yeah. Awake might be tough, uh, but. It's always challenging because we never really know what a team is going to look like year to year in USL. You know, because as we've talked about earlier, there's so much you know, turnover. Like, yeah, there's some guys that are coming that come back, but yeah, you know, there's going to be a lot of guys on these rosters where they're just names on a piece of paper to all of us <laughs> right now. We aren't going to have any idea if they're legit or if they're you know just you know absolute trash. You know, so. Yeah. You know, on that level, not thinking about it too much. The thought thing I, on the schedule that was interesting to me is, I think there's two bye weeks in there. That's telling you know, screaming out to me, hey, you know, practical scheduling to you know build around the open cup so that way we're not running guys to death, you know, like it happened last year, where mm-hmm. it was yeah. what, like three like three out of four weeks with uh, you know a midweek game. Yeah, I think the start of the season was just like that. I think we went. I think there was like. a Four week stretch where it was like open cup, USL league one, open cup, USL. So yeah, there's a lot. So that'll help to alleviate, alleviate <laughs> some of that. You know, assuming that open cup goes at all well for us. Yeah. Um. How do you got? What is your? We don't know anything about like who's in it or not. Um. But what do you guys think would be a good US open cup run for the team? Obviously, last year I think we got what to. You played what three games? The US Open yeah, Cup? we got we got to the. I just called MLS round. Yeah, yeah. Is that, is, that, is that the expectation for this club to get to the uh, MLS round or at least to, to a higher tier US Championship club? I, mean, I think the goal should always be to get a crack at an MLS team. Okay, right. It's, let's be real. Is, is there going to be any real allure? You know, if we're playing a championship team. Yeah, no. Is anybody really gonna care? It's like, oh, we drew. Uh, uh, who's just some, you know, random USL champion? Like a Louisville or a Detroit, Ooh, Hartford. Yeah, big deal. Who cares? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you're looking at yeah MLS MLS club that that's definitely a bigger allure than than looking at championship team because it, I think. USL itself, from a casual fan, is all in, under one umbrella. Whether it's Championship League One, I mean, for a, for a casual fan, League Two isn't even on their radar. But um, 
so it, it looks like, oh, well, it's the same league, so whatever. But MLS, that's something else. So you, it, it, it is a bigger draw when you have an MLS club. Yeah. All right. I mean, obviously, uh, we'll know more about the U.S. Open Cup as the season comes along. So definitely keep an eye out for that. Um, the way how the schedule works out is what we have doing my math, right? We have, what, 11 teams? Yeah. No. Yes. Make sure we got 12, 12 teams in the league, so 11. Yeah, opponents. there we go. 12, that's right. We have 12 in the team because obviously FC Tucson left. Um, so what is it? 32 games, 32 day game schedule. You play every team three times, and you play one team four times, Matt. Is that how it works? Every team three times, except for one, you play them twice. So we're gonna play Knoxville twice. Okay, so we're gonna play okay, okay. So let me ask this why not just make it 33 and you play everybody three times? <laughs> do you do you want the extra away game? I mean no, but I don't know. It just would have made more sense just to go 33 and just have everyone be competitively balanced. It's not competitively balanced, though, because some teams are playing 17 home games and some teams are playing 16 home games. And Oh, okay. Okay. Not a, this is why you're on the show, Matt, because my brain doesn't do math like that. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Okay. I mean, I, 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 get, I get what you're saying you know, on, a, on a certain level, but, yeah, it's – just as easy just to say each team or chop one of the bonus games off. Yeah. Okay. So I guess we won't get a truly fair fair schedule until we until we what get 14 or whatnot. Like what makes it yeah maybe maybe 14. Yeah I would say well 14 do we want to make this a math podcast? No, because I don't have capacity for it. So I can't do that. But the, e- the easiest number would be 16 teams, play each team twice, and that'd be 30 games. Okay, so there we go. Bingo. That's what we need. So we need to find, because you got what? Four. Santa Barbara coming in next year and Spokane. So that's 14. 14. So we need Assuming to find two nobody. other Ponzi schemes to have joined USL League One so we can get this to work. <laughs> yeah, so. You know, that's what we need. Um, so that's how the schedule is looking out. Guys, from from, from a fan perspective, um, if you had an unlimited budget, what's the one away day that you're taking and why? Ooh. Oh. For me, I'm not going to lie. It's probably one knocks. Oh, okay, that's not what I thought you were going to say. Yeah, I'll probably take the one knocks up. There you go. Let me point the schedule back up. Uh, where'd it go? Where'd it go? In process, I could also probably yeah, I think... to paying for my food and be like, I remember seeing you when nobody rooted for you, sir. Now you got the big bucks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I, I want to cheat a little bit here on this, but there's you know two potential road trips that I would have my eye on. Okay. One, uh, you know, going you know, out to Colorado June seventh, then hitting Fuego June tenth. I mean, I know stuff's not that close together out west, but you'll be able to you know kind of do a, a general western vacation swing and you know go through the mountains and make your way out to California. Yeah, that's not you know, bad. 
The other one, yeah. uh, you know, September 9, September 14, Omaha, and then Madison. A lot more drivable. You know, do a little Midwest Wait, swing. Uh, you said Omaha, Madison. Who was the third scene? No, just those two. Oh, it's just those Omaha, two. Omaha on a Saturday, then Madison on the Thursday. So make a week out of corn country. Yeah, that's not too bad. You get to see two good games, so that's not too bad. What you got, Shanir? Um, I was gonna go with the same as you. One Knox. Um, I don't know. I I can't even really say why. It's just with them being the new team, you know, there's gonna be a new energy there. And and before any team, I am a fan of the game first and the atmosphere and fan bases are always interesting to me. Um, and and I, I, it would be a good opportunity to see. I'm going to keep it a band with you. I don't care about the soccer. I'm just purely going to see Neyland Stadium and eat some of their uh, wings. That's it. That, that's, that's 100% the, wings, the reason why I'm going. The wings is a big draw. <laughs> that's, that's, that's mainly it. Is Tennessee known for chicken wings? Well, Nashville. I mean, well, Nashville hot Okay, that's not anywhere close. No, 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 no. But I'm saying, like, I'm assuming that Knoxville has some good wings. Also, it's a college town. Like, I know there's some, there's somewhere there that's good. Yeah. Well, I mean, if we're going on that level, I feel like Lexington's a much better choice than Knoxville. Yeah. Oh, dang. Darn it. I forgot about Lexington's coming in here because you can also get some good bourbon. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. You know what? It might be mm. Lexington. It might be Lexington. I mean, you also get your, you know, SEC town there. Yeah, we don't really care about University of Kentucky. It, it's, by the time USL League starts up, Kentucky might be already knocked out of the NCAA tournament, so it really don't matter. Just hating on Coach Cal like that? I'm not hating on him. I haven't watched college basketball like this. Like, college basketball doesn't start for me till the tournament. Um, but... Uh, you know, I, I'm assuming Kentucky's not any good. They, I'm probably saying all this. They're probably ranked number one or something crazy like that. No, I know they just here. beat uh, Tennessee, too. Yeah, I saw uh, Lexington go at one knock somebody, so that was kind of funny. Um, so, yeah. So, also, for fans who didn't know, um, Lexington is new. Um, one knock is coming up from uh, USL League 2, and we lost FC Tucson. Um, so I'm just mentally preparing myself for the amount of Richmond Kicker supporters that are like, how will this new team beating us? Because they spent a lot of money. And, you know, Hold on. Why do you think you're going to beat us? Well, you, well, I'm not saying that. They are. Why are you a hater? I'm not being a hater. I'm just saying. You, just already, like, you already just chalked up L's on the schedule. 32-0. and 96-point <laughs> season. That's what's up. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Maybe 94 points. Might be a nil-nil draw somewhere in there where it just doesn't happen that day. Oh, it's, it's coming. Yeah. It's coming. It's yeah, coming. yeah. It's coming. It's, it's going to be that one game when Emmy's just like. It'll probably, it'll probably be Chattanooga. <laughs> it'll, it'll, be a, it'll be his yellow card suspension day. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you know what? We're gonna go ahead and take this bet now. 
what game would it be? Like, what number game would it be where Embiid gets suspended for his double yellow card? Because it's always around like that 20th, 23rd game where Embiid misses a game just for yellow card accumulation. Uh, you know what? Let's run it back again. He's going he's gonna to skip the Madison game again. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's late in the season. It's game number yeah, yeah, it's late. So I don't know game why they keep doing that to us. But yeah. <sighs> That's probably going to be it that he's going to miss. Uh... Um, which is going to be hilarious. Um, it's going to be hilarious. Also, I mean, guys, and we don't work on Thursdays. Yeah, no, yeah, no. He'll no, work on a Friday no, with Cesar DeMaio. Um, but he ain't, he ain't gonna work. Um, he ain't gonna work that Thursday. Uh, one no. last thing I want to ask you guys this, man, is what are your early thoughts? Obviously, we haven't seen the rest of the roster yet, so we won't get too deep into it. But like right now, if you had to pin the Richmond kicker somewhere on the list between one through 12, where do you have the kickers at right now? As of right now, where do I provide a guess? Where are they going to finish at the end of the year? Or where do yeah, I where, where compared to everybody else at this guy? moment? Mm, where do you think they're going to finish at? at the end of the With what we have now? Yeah. I know it's hard to do because you only got the 11, but just, you know, where do you think? Um... Give me a, a solid, respectable third place. Okay. I was gonna say third or fourth. Yeah. I mean, I can be talked in the third, but I'm feeling like fourth or fifth right now. Okay. I, what, what's holding What's holding you back? Uh, <laughs> mm, I really want to see who does he bring in to be the replacement for Belanios. And I, 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 one, I want to see who he brings in to be the first of Lions, but also, does Jared change up the way how he attacks? Does he go kind of revert back to year one Richmond, where it's kind of very direct route one, get the ball to Emmy, everyone else get out the way? Or is it kind of the myriad of what we saw last year, where, you know, you got Belanios getting in behind, you got Ben Lee kind of playing in those half spaces, Emmy kind of flowing in between that. Is it is he is he sticking with that or is he kind of changing it just based on who he brings in? So that that's right now right now. I think this team is good enough to be in a playoff spot. <clears throat> and I also think that this team, I think the expectation is still what get have a home playoff game. You know. See, I'm not worried about uh, the attack as of right now because. Yeah no 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 the attack who, 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 I'm who, just the has like, a... they keep the same style like. Yeah. Try to just boot it to Bologna's out in the wing and keep going from there. I'm trying to think of uh, who else in the league might have, like, an as of today, an attack that matches up, you know, with ours. Maybe Tormenta, you could argue. You know, but yet, you know, a proven front three, you know, Emmy Bentley, Gordon, right? Those guys have yeah. all proved at this level. You got Neil, who's a proven playmaker at this level. You know, so I think that's a really, really strong foundational Peach for the attack for me, the midfield is the only thing that's you know holding me back from you know propping these guys up higher. You know, want to see a little bit you know more proven quality in there. Uh, so 
that's the question mark area on the field for me at the moment. Yeah. Same. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. I agree with that. <clears throat> so, I mean, I, I mean, it's a good thing to think about. You know, just ask yourself, fans, like, where do you see this team realistically at? And whatnot, and go from there. Um, Guys, it's good to do this podcast with y'all. I've missed this. I think the last one we did was kind of on a sour-ish end note last year. So, it's good to get back and talk yeah. about good things. It's good to have the optimism back in play. We don't know what the future will bring for the team, but you it's know, the hope that what kills you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, if you look, if you look basically over the past three years with uh, the tenure of Darren Sawatsky, it's been an upward trajectory since he signed, yeah. and uh, I, I think, and 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 we talked about it at the end of last season when Darren got the job, he said to get this team to where we need it to be, it's going to be a three-year project. And boy, were we on schedule. Um, so now after that, now, now we're established. Now we've established where we need to be. Now can we, can we use this as a launching pad to go further? Yeah. Um, I, I think Darren's the guy for it. And I think, He's gonna give us another good year, and I'm looking forward to it. Any last things from you, Matty Boy? No, I mean I think there's reason to be excited. I mean we're a little over two months from start of a new season. You know, a longer season, more soccer is good, and yeah, yeah, ready to get going. Ready, you know, not just for the uh, more player announcements, ready for the preseason. You know, schedule announcement ready for the you know uh you know uniform drop yeah. all the news yeah i'm really sorry for the uniform drop by the way do we know when the preseason schedule is going to drop like do we have any inclination on when that's i'm assuming it's, it's going to be after this weekend coming up where we have the uh pro day but any thought any thanks no idea I didn't know of anything leaked or anything Um, because I saw championship teams were kind of like dropping errors. And I, you know, sometimes you can kind of see if the kickers are there or not, but I haven't seen anything as far. And obviously, it's not going to be in the MLS teams because they're going to start it. I think this season starts what in the February? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. 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 Starting earlier. Yeah. But with all the teams they got adding on every year, they definitely need to start earlier if they want to finish in time for Thanksgiving. Yeah, 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 that's true. So, for my guys, uh, from Shanira and Matt, I'm Elliot. It's been a pleasure doing this podcast. We look forward to going into year five. Year five, guys. um, River City 93. As always, um, if you haven't, Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you like. Make sure you comment. Um, check out our website, rivercity93.com. I didn't mention it at the beginning of the podcast. I should have. I'll do better at that. <clears throat> Make sure you go there to check out our articles that we write. Um, we got some good articles out there, like how does Matt Bentley kind of work in his second year of the team, or why is it here in the top 15 of greatest kickers players of all time? Um, so make sure you check out those articles. Um, as always, you can check out the podcast coming to you on Mondays and on YouTube at River City 93. Well, for that, guys, we will holler at y'all next time. Be easy, be safe.
See you.